0: Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
1: The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how
2: The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce.
1: You're listening to Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio.
4: There are more questions than answers about the firing of Jeffrey Berman from his post as the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, perhaps the country's most elite and storied law enforcement office. Why was Berman, a Republican who served on Trump's transition team, fired? Why did Attorney General Bill Barr announce after 9 p.m. on a Friday that Berman had resigned, only to be contradicted by Berman a few hours later? And are there current investigations in the Southern District which Barr or Trump find troubling? My guest is former federal prosecutor Robert Mintz, a partner in McCarter & English. So, Bob, the president has the power to fire U.S. attorneys. What did Barr do wrong here, if anything?
5: Well, for someone as seasoned and experienced as Attorney General Barr, this was really a stunning failure to appreciate the optics and the reaction that this kind of announcement would generate late on a Friday night. Uh, It's really sort of inexplicable because what unfolded over 21 hours was an announcement by the Attorney General that the current U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, Jeffrey Berman, was stepping down, followed two hours later by Mr. Berman issuing a statement contradicting the attorney general, the man who is technically his boss, saying that he had not resigned and had no intention of resigning. And then that spilled over into Saturday afternoon where the attorney general basically castigated Mr. Berman publicly saying that he had chosen public spectacle over public service because he had not followed the attorney general's request that he step down. And then as a result, the attorney general had asked the president to remove him, which, according to the attorney general, the president had done. And at that point, we were teed up for this potential legal battle between Mr. Berman and the Department of Justice as to who actually was in charge of the Southern District of New York.
4: We don't know what the real reasons are behind this, but we do know that Barr offered Berman other positions within the Justice Department. What does that indicate to you?
5: Well, that's one of the things that's so baffling here is we know that there was a conversation between Mr. Berman and Mr. Barr on Friday. And apparently, they each came away from that conversation with differing understandings as to what had transpired. Ultimately, Mr. Barr gave no reason for ousting Mr. Berman. In fact, he issued a statement praising him. It appears that they offered Mr. Berman a couple of other positions within Department of Justice that he was not interested in taking. So we really don't know. Exactly what touched off this confrontation between the powerful position of the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York and the Attorney General. Uh, What we do know is that Mr. Berman really dug his heels in, in a very surprising and unprecedented way, refusing to follow the request of the Attorney General to step down. And ultimately, Mr. Barr had to go to the President and ask him to remove Mr. Berman, which apparently is what was done here. And one of the things that's interesting here about the unique situation that Mr. Berman found himself in is that he was never actually appointed by President Trump to fill his position in the first place. He was placed in that position in January 2018 by then Attorney General Jeff Sessions. He was in that position for a period of time until the judges of the Southern District appointed him to that position after he had already spent 120 days in the position that was appointed by the attorney general. That position is only 120 days long, and thereafter, the judges of the Southern District would step in and appoint the U.S. attorney, and that's exactly what happened here. So technically, Mr. Berman was an appointee of the judges of the Southern District and not the president, and that's exactly what he said when he issued a statement refusing to step down.
4: We have heard time and time again about the independence of the Southern District, where they refer to it as the Sovereign District. But does this show that there's only so much independence to be had because they have to answer to the Justice Department and the Attorney General?
5: Yes, and I think that's ultimately where this would have headed. For a few minutes, there was going to be a possibility that there would be the standoff between Mr. Berman and the Attorney General And ultimately, that could have ended up in court where a court would have to look at these two potentially conflicting statutes, one which said that a court-appointed U.S. attorney, which is what Mr. Berman was, serves in that position until the vacancy is filled, which means until another U.S. attorney is nominated by the president and approved with the consent of the Senate. That was the position Mr. Berman took initially. On the other hand, there's another statute that says that the United States attorneys are appointed for uh, four-year terms and that the president retains the authority to remove the United States attorney. That is probably the position that would ultimately prevail here. I think ultimately the courts would have said that the president does have the authority to remove U.S. attorneys, and that's where this was headed. Initially, the position that the attorney general took here was that Mr. Berman was going to step down and he's going to be replaced on an acting basis by Craig Carpenito, who is the current U.S. attorney in the District of New Jersey. For whatever reason, that did not sit well with Mr. Berman, and he dug his heels in, refusing to leave. Mr. Barr then changed his position and said that the deputy U.S. attorney, the number two person in Mr. Berman's office, who is currently Audrey Strauss, would take over when Mr. Berman left, and that was enough to satisfy Mr. Berman to agree to step down. So at this point, Mr. Berman has resigned, and the current... Acting U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York is Audrey Strauss.
4: Berman had signaled that he wanted to fight to keep his position to protect sensitive investigations being run in the Southern District. What are some of those investigations? And is there anything recently that would have all of a sudden made
0: this an issue for the Attorney General? You know success when you see it, or you think you do. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Hi, I'm Ron
3: Kraszewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. So, there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com.
1: Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
0: Face it, your business is unique. It faces challenges and risks that are specific to your industry and to the skills you and your team bring to every challenge. You need experienced insurance professionals, the Hartford accepts the challenge. The Hartford understands that protecting your business with a proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can help provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large size companies like yours to easily manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With experience in underwriting, risk engineering services and claims, the Hartford faces any challenge to deliver innovative, customizable solutions that your industry and your unique company, Demand. Let The Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com.
5: Well, that was one of the puzzling parts of this whole saga was that not only was the U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York, uh, a very powerful position among U.S. attorneys in the country, refusing to step down. But in his statement, he made reference to the investigations continuing to move forward without delay or interruption and that they intend to ensure that this office's important cases continue unimpeded. So he made this reference to these investigations suggesting, or at least inferring in some way, that his removal was perhaps tied to some of the ongoing investigations in his office. That prompted a response from the Attorney General saying that the decision to remove him had nothing to do with the investigations that are currently underway in the Southern District. And Mr. Barr even went so far as to say, that if there's any question about any interference by mean justice into these investigations, that any supervisor in the Southern District could raise that issue directly with the Department of Justice's Inspector General. So there was this undercurrent going back and forth between the motive behind this removal with Mr. Berman suggesting, but not coming outright and saying it, that his removal had something to do with some of these ongoing investigations.
4: Well, you have the investigation into Rudy Giuliani and his associates, into Deutsche Bank, and into Turkey's state-owned bank. So several investigations with ties to the president.
5: Yeah, so not only is the Southern District viewed as a very powerful office because of its location in New York and its regulation of Wall Street, uh, but it also was the office that was leading investigations that were in some way connected to the president. As you say, there were prosecutions of some of the people associated with Rudy Giuliani for potential campaign finance violations. There was the well known and very high profile prosecution of Michael Cohn, the president's former attorney. And there was an ongoing investigation, apparently, into Rudy Giuliani in and efforts to perhaps secure some political information in Ukraine related to uh, the president's current political rival, Joe Biden. So all of that raised the profile of the Southern District even higher than it typically would be because these investigations were being run in a way that certainly, from all outward appearances, seemed to be unimpeded by any interference from main justice and that these investigations were touching upon the president and his associates. That's why this move by E.G. Barr is really so surprising because it really opens up Mr. Barr to criticism that because of these politically sensitive investigations and because of the way that Mr. Berman had been running the office, that his removal in some way was tied to that. That's something that Mr. Berman has not said directly. And there's been nothing in the record to suggest that that was what motivated Mr. Barr. But certainly the fact that he was not sensitive to the to that the impact that this removal would have, and the huge uproar that was created as a result of this firing on Saturday morning shows that there's some disconnect here between Mr. Barr and Mr. Berman and Mr. Barr's appreciation for how this decision would be received by former assistants in the Southern District and by the public in general.
4: There's also a parallel in that Barr fired the U.S. attorney for D.C., another very powerful office. He fired the U.S. attorney for D.C., and after that, we saw cases the attorney general appeared to take a personal interest in, including that of Michael Flynn, where he said that they were dropping the charges against Michael Flynn after guilty pleas.
5: Yeah, and that's exactly the speculation that this move has created. Uh, it really is, uh, in my view, somewhat of a self-inflicted wound because it didn't have to happen. We're close to an election as it is right now. And at the end of the day, one of the ironies is all, about all this is that the person who is now taking over the Southern District is Audrey Strauss, who was a longtime friend and colleague of Mr. Berman's. He was, she was handpicked by Mr. Berman to come out of retirement. Uh, she had been an assistant in the Southern District for about seven years, and then spent 30 years as a well-known and well-respected white-collar criminal defense lawyer. She's somebody who is viewed universally as a very competent, very fair, uh, very deliberate prosecutor. She was the prosecutor who actually was handling the Michael Cohn investigation by the Southern District because Mr. Berman had recused himself from that case. So while this has been disruptive and has raised concerns among many people. Ultimately, the decision to replace Mr. Berman with Audrey Strauss has left most of Mr. Barr's critics feeling that the Southern District remains in good hands and is going to be led by someone who will continue to exercise a degree of independence from main justice and from any potential interference by the Attorney General or others in the office.
4: Doesn't this echo the situation when Preet Barrara at first refused to step down when President Trump fired him after hiring him
5: again? Well, there has been situations in the past where there's been controversy about firings of U.S. attorneys. U.S. attorneys, generally speaking, are appointed by the president. They serve four-year terms and they then stay on at the pleasure of the president. So when there's a change in administration it's fairly typical for the new attorney general to ask for the resignation of all of the U.S. attorneys around the country. And most of the time, these U.S. attorneys are replaced, if not immediately, then within a year or so after a new administration comes in. So we do see this change in position at U.S. attorneys around the country. If you remember back in 2007, there was a bit of a controversy during, during the Bush administration when they fired seven United States attorneys claiming that the U.S. attorneys were removed for performance-related reasons. That raised questions in the minds of some people. And in fact, the law was changed at that time to give judges in the district some authority to appoint U.S. attorneys for some period of time when there's a vacancy. That's why we have a situation where Mr. Berman was in fact never appointed by the president, never was uh, appointed by the Senate by advice and consent, but in fact, had been serving all this time in a position where he had been appointed by the judges of the Southern District.
4: Thanks for being on Bloomberg Law, Bob. That's Robert Mintz, a partner with Carter in English. I'm June Grosso, and this is
1: Bloomberg. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let The Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com